Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. Tonight, I'm joined by Liza and Adam, and we have a special guest tonight. Her name is Bethany. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. So, Bethany works with me and Liza over at Main Street and More Travel. She's a travel agent with us, and she's here to talk about the Disability Access Service and how guests can use that to get a little bit of assistance in the park and make it a little bit easier for people who might have a disability or a limitation when they're visiting. Um, can you tell us about the past, Bethany? Yeah, sure. So kind of high level, the disability access service, or most commonly here is DAS, the DAS pass. You hear a lot of people saying it. And what it does is allows guests with a disability at either Walt Disney World or Disneyland to receive a return time to go to an attraction rather than waiting in the um, regular standby queue. Um, So you don't necessarily cut the front of the line, which some often think that's what it is. It allows you to join, um, enter that line through the fast pass. So it's cutting, significantly cutting that wait time um, for your family member or your friend that's got that that disability so that they um, can hopefully enjoy that attraction without having to worry too much about waiting too long in the line. So from a technical standpoint, where did they get the pass and how many people is it good for? Yeah, so you can actually, it's really easy. When I first used this pass myself last November, and I was a total panic mess trying to overthink this whole pass. To set it up, you go to guest relations at any of the four theme parks. I recommend that first park that you go to, just kind of get it and get it over with. It's super quick to get. Um, so like I went to magic kingdom and you go right to city hall, guest relations, right. When you walk through the door, you just bang a left and you walk right in and go up to a cast member and simply ask that you want to get, talk to someone about getting signed up for a DAS pass. And, um, they take you right in and it's like 10 to 15 minutes. It was very, very quick. You can link up to six guests to one DAS pass. Okay, so that helps a lot. Now, have you ever been with a group where you had too many people for the pass? What do they usually do in those cases? So I haven't. I got lucky. So we had five um, members in my family that traveled to us this past November. So I haven't had that experience, no. Okay. If I could clarify, the card is good for six, including the person that needs a pass. So it's five plus one. Okay. Have you, Adam, have you been in a group that was too big? I know that you travel with your family. Yeah. So uh, one time there was, um, there was seven of us. We took my sister who needs the pass and we also took my grandmother. My grandmother was 75, I think at the time. So she, we had her in a wheelchair as well. So it wasn't as big of an issue as it probably could have been if we were there for a you know busy time period or if she wasn't in a wheelchair, if she was a regular abled person. But from what I gather, it really depends upon when you get to a line at an attraction to return. It really depends upon the cast member and whether they're willing okay. to let that extra person go through or not. And, and that actually brings up a good point because I have found from talking with people and also with traveling people who've, who've used the past that 
Sometimes an individual, say, for example, using crutches or with a foot injury, will get a pass. You know, they'll just give it to him, no questions asked. Other times, like you, for example, you had an injury and they didn't give you a pass. What kind of disabilities, what kind of things could prompt someone to get a pass? Well, um, they can't technically ask you what you need it for because there is the law that prevents them from doing that but any kind of cognitive disability there's so many there's a wide array of things but typically not if you just need like a wheelchair access like if you're you know you just need to be in a wheelchair and um, ECV or something like that you don't typically need it because they have made accommodations in the lines to let you go through but mostly cognitive disabilities Mm. and some other disabilities that involve healing so if you're standing outside maybe and you're getting you have an issue with that you know that could be something right and you make a good point they the cast member is in a really interesting position because they are trying to weed out those who are potentially trying to take advantage of the system which is why they have made tweaks over the years I've read to right. the past so you when you go to them kind of keep that in mind that they have got a fine line to walk they they're you know going to ask you you know why you don't need to say the disability you can simply just say um, the guest has difficulty waiting in a long line please don't bring any doctor's notes or physician no documentation is needed Um, but they're just trying to make sure you're just not trying to take a pass and you really don't need one yeah take advantage well, of the system yeah and that that actually brings up something that happened a few years ago and why they revised the old system because it used to be you could go up you would get your pass and you know it was front of the line access you know people assumed it was front of the line access all day long and they actually had um you know whole scams going and so mm-hmm. disney you know they were very embarrassed by it. You know, they're only trying to do the right thing, which is help people. People were taking advantage of it. They revised the whole system. Like, for example, I've been there with someone who was in a scooter. And you're right, Liza, they weren't allowed to use the the DAS system. On the other hand, I've been with someone who was in a scooter and had maybe some other issues going on. Maybe, like you said, with the heat and everything, they were allowed to use it. Um I think kids with autism are a very, very interesting kind of um, little subcategory here because they have a harder time fitting in with the DAS pass. And could you address that, Bethany? Yeah, sure. So my daughter, when she was three, was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Um, She's at the higher end of it, um, but she's very unpredictable with when she might not want to wait in a line or she might have that moment where, you know, the whole day is ruined, really. Um, so for us, it was interesting. She, you, you wouldn't know she's autistic. So you wouldn't know by looking at her, talking to her. So when we went there, when we went up there, I was a little, you know, unsure, well, what are they going to ask me? Are they going to see me waiting in line? And she's perfectly fine, you know, waiting in line, but some days she's not. So that, that particular, you know, disorder is, it's such a spectrum. You do yeah. have those kiddos who really can't wait in line and sensory overload. And you really have to like mo- keep moving them or have to be on a schedule. If you get rerouted, it really throws them off. So it is a, it's a wide net and it's, it's, it's a tough um, disorder. 
to kind of isolate in. One thing that I thought was really interesting and an accommodation they added after the new DAS Pass came out, when they were having families come in and saying, look, my kid can't wait in line. They see me go up there and then I get a return time and they're upset. Um, and they, they just, they, it, it upsets them. It ruins, like you said, it can ruin the whole day. So one thing they've done for families with a kid with autism is they've gone ahead and said, if you come to City Hall and you ask for it, we're going to give you some additional fast passes. So at that point, you're working with three paper fast passes, your three regular fast passes, and also you're able to do what DAS is intended to do, which is go up to the fast pass line and make your, you know, your reserve, your reservation to come back basically. So I thought that was an interesting accommodation. Have you used that yet? Um, I have a daughter with special needs. One of my twins is uh, deaf and she has sensory processing disorder. So sometimes you'll look at her and you won't know anything's going on, but there's other times when you look at her and you can visibly tell that there's something going on. And she has this thing where she wants to ride small world ride a bunch like that's the ride she wants so we've been to city hall so right when you first walk in you go you know how you said when you go straight to city hall you get the das and make it accessible to everybody in your party that wants to be traveling with you and then we will ask for extra accommodations for small world ride because that's the ride that she wants to ride so we (laughs) but that's the one we get so and we use it and she loves it so that's that's what we do but um with her what I have to do a lot of times is put her in a stroller and lean it back and put the hood over because there's just so much going on in the parks and with the sensory overloads it, it can get overwhelming for her to where it's hard for her to walk so um we do that for her that's another thing that's really nice and they also have quiet areas that you can take children that have sensory issues in Disney and um, you can ask the cast members when you go to get your DAS where those are and they will circle them for you. Yeah, so no, that's a good point. Yeah. To, so tech, so I haven't really, I haven't done this. So when, when you get your DAS pass, you go up to a ride and then what happens? Like what's the actual process for getting on the attraction? Like, do you, they give you a return time, but how does that work? Yes. So, um, which is, it's very simple. And again, I overthought it. So, um, how it works is actually, if we could take a step back for the setup piece, cause there's okay. a difference between setting it up and using it. Okay. Um, so when you're setting up your fast pass, every member of your party has to be present and they scan the kiddo or guest who has the disability. That's kind of the main holder and they link everyone to that person's pass. I don't know if it's an age part, but they did take her picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can say no and they can take your picture, but that they do take the picture of the, the DAS guest. Um, okay. So the DAS person does have to be present at time of setup. Now, when you go to use your pass, the beauty of it is that any guest on that DAS system can go up to reserving your fast pass your DAS pass return time. So I, I really appreciated that because if my kiddo was napping or was taking a quiet moment, myself or my husband could jump ahead and reserve that while the rest of the party is starting to meet up with us up, up at that ride. Okay. So when you're going to use it, all you do is, again, any member on the DAS system walks up to the 
cast member at the FastPass queue and just simply say, I have a DASPass, and then they'll scan your magic band and it'll they'll look at the current wait time of the standby queue. So for example, say it's 11 o'clock and you're at Slinky Dog Dash and it has an hour wait time at the current moment. So your return time would be noon. So what's great about DAS is that it's not like fast pass where it's an hour window. So from like 12 to one, DAS is open from 12 until the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Thing is though, you can't get multiple DASs so until you've used that one on Slinky Dog, for instance. Yes. Okay, so I would go up and say, like you said, at 11, there's an hour long. So they make me wait that full 60 minutes, but I, I, do, I can just come back at noon, right? Yeah, noon or so any So it's time. the full yeah. time. Okay, yeah. all right. It, it is, yeah. And then as soon as you get off, do they check something off? Like when you get off the ride or when you show up, they just must check it off and then you can go use it again later, I guess. You tap yeah. your magic band. Yeah, it's oh, okay. all magic band driven now. Um, unless okay. the system is, is down, they may throw you the, 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 the yeah. paper pass, but it, it's rare. And, but, it, and okay. it's also on your My Disney Experience app as well. It's a good oh, point. So nice. you can view it and keep track, yeah. Yeah, you can view your return time on the app but you cannot change it Mm-mm. to change it you have to go to the ride and cancel it or use it and then get another one. Oh, that's interesting um, one one thing if i could it's not this is not just limited to children it's limited to anybody that's got issues and when you're going back to ride that attraction the person with the pass has to go with you you can't reserve a spot on a ride and not have that person then go on the ride or attraction with you. And they have to no, scan first. They have to they scan have to, I was just going to say that, yeah. yeah. So you can't, like, your, you know, your kid is not tall enough to ride Space Mountain, but you still want to ride it. You can't get that pass for yourself and then do, you know, that kind of thing. So it's it really, which is good in that it's intended for that person to be able to ride it mm-hmm. with their family, not for that person to be separated from them. Right. And at Disneyland, though, when I went to go look into this, I've not personally had a chance to get myself to Disneyland. But reading it, though, um, you it seems like the the party goes to a kiosk to reserve their wait time, not necessarily the fast pass cast member. Does anyone experience Uh, the Disneyland pass? Yeah. So the last time I went to Disneyland, they have these little, it's like a kiosk. It's like a podium with a green awning and they'll show you in the, in the front of the park where they are on the map. And so you go to the podium and then they look and they try to find what the wait times are. And you can actually like, let's say you're in front of the Haunted Mansion, but you want to ride, you know, something over there like uh, guardians so you got to go all the way to california adventure well you can do that over there like you can reserve that ride over here in disneyland for california adventure ride over there and go all the way over there and ride it and it's the same as here like you can only do one at a time now i don't know how that's going to work with their new system as well but i'm sure it's kind of like ours where it's intertwined and you can use both I didn't like it as much. I lo- Disney World system to me is so much easier to use than Disneyland system. It just is. And I think that's because there's a lot less rides with 
fast passes and land than there is down in Florida because the world are easier to they're able to funnel you through that fast pass line and with the magic bands of course too they have that right. whereas bands, yeah. land doesn't have that so it's not linked as easy and and quite frankly land there is no second line for a lot of these rides to go through so mm-hmm. you're going through the exit or yes. they're gonna you know you kind of have to they gotta kind of push you through so it's not as um it's not as linear as it is in world yeah, that's I think just in general, Disney World is such a well-oiled machine. Like sometimes when you go out to Disneyland, and God knows we go into Disneyland is a huge thrill because we don't get to do it that often. But um, you know, I find a lot of times I'm like, hmm, that's not the way they do it in Orlando. So yeah. it's not surprising. Um, okay, any anyone want to talk about like personal experiences? Like Adam, tell me about what it was like because I know your sister has several things that she needs uh, several types of accommodations she needs tell us about that uh yeah so my sister she is going to be 32 in june she um she has uh physically she's unable to walk as much as other people so we have her in a wheelchair just because she can't walk as far and she can't walk as fast as everybody else so it's just easier for her to keep up with us if we put her in a chair she can't drive her own chair though uh, so it's we're pushing it, which is fine. Um, she uh, has epilepsy, so she can have seizures, and she's partially deaf, so she can't hear everything. But she is more uh, mentally um, delayed. Uh, she can't handle long waits for anything, whether it be food or whether it be for a ride. So what the DAS Pass is able to do is basically we're able to use that and regular fast pass is sort of leapfrogging so that we're not waiting as long in lines as you normally would. And what's nice about the way they have it set up is somebody can be a runner, basically, and go get that DAS reserve time. She doesn't have to go to the to the entrance and then be turned around and wait. Because I think that was part of the that could have been part of the problem if they made that person go to the front of the line, get a return time and then turn around. You don't want to be sending people to lines and then telling them you got to come back in an hour. So they eliminated that by mm-hmm. by not requiring that. And it's it helps. It works. Sometimes it's not ideal, especially if a ride breaks down while you're waiting in that uh, line or if you're waiting for a show maybe. But it's it it helps us and it makes our life and her life a little bit easier, even though it you know can be complicated sometimes. Okay, all right. I just want to add that um, you know everybody's disability is different. Some are visible, some are not visible. Some are, I mean, it's just a wide a range of things that a DAS could be used for. And you know you have to use your own discretion whenever you're thinking about it. You know what your child needs or your family member needs, um, and extra accommodations sometimes can be. Uh, given to you at guest services but the thing that I really love about Disney World that makes it the place that I go back time and time again with my kids is that my my child struggles every day she struggles at school a lot there's just all these struggles and pressure at school and it's just so hard for her because she is you know she's a little different but I mean she's so cute but anyway 
But Disney World, or Disneyland even, Disney makes it so nice to bring your kid because it's like they don't feel different there. They feel special, but in like a really good way. And it, she just feels so good there. And they don't look that differently. It's hard to explain, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's so nice to well, bring her there. And it's, it's, Interesting, because I was talking to someone the other day, and they said almost the same thing. They said, you know, when, when, because they have a child with a disability, and they said, I feel like when we go there, nobody notices, because yeah. everybody's doing their thing, there's a lot going on, and everybody's just happy, and it's the one place that they feel they can go, where one, they do have an accommodation, but two, they feel no one's looking at them, and I thought, you know, that's a really nice thing about Disney, and I personally, I find it very heartwarming that Disney goes out of its way to help people with disabilities enjoy the park as much as they can, you know, whether it's a lot of accommodations or just a little tiny bit. And I really think um, it was a tragedy when people were taking advantage of this system. It said a lot about their character in a very bad way. And I just think that by the same token, you know, if somebody gets bad because a kid is you know, using this or a dad is, you know, an adult, anybody. It's just, it's the happiest place on earth. You know, keep that in mind. Everyone should be able to enjoy it. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, and I felt the same way as we, um, with, with my kiddo, it's funny. We struggle the most at kind of our, our local fairs or yeah. local events. But when we go to Disney, it's like a whole different person. She's, calmer even though it's mass chaos sometimes right. down there but she I get the stroller I mean she's still kind of she's tall but she takes her naps she I've got I, where those quiet areas are I really take the time to research how not to overstress her day but this DAS pass made our trip so much smoother she never we waited sure you waited but it was just the right amount of time where I didn't lose her. She didn't, you know, get a little rowdy in the line. Um, it definitely made our trip very successful. Um, one thing around kind of um, sensory, uh, sometimes she does get tripped up with sensory. I do, I, I just kind of did a video of this on my page around taking the time to do research on rides because just because your kiddo is tall enough for a ride or or likes a show that you know their favorite movie is the lion king for example and there's a show the lion king i just recommend watching the youtube videos talking to folks about if your kiddo kiddo does have some sensory trouble of is that ride going to be too much for my kiddo? Because that that's the worst thing where if you don't know, it's your first time to Disney, you don't know Dinosaur is a very loud and bumpy yeah. and dark ride or Figment. Lila could not do Figment. Um, it's too much. Um, so I, I just do a little extra research, watch some YouTube videos, ask those who, that have gone that, you know, let's, my kiddo's got X and what do you think this ride would be okay for them to try out? Yeah. And another thing too, on the sensory issues, my daughter is nine and I'm, I don't know. I, I might even still get her a stroller again. When we're there, it might be the last stroller year until we get to maybe another option. But, but she's really small though. But, but you can get a stroller as a wheelchair tag 
So when you go up to get your DAS, um, if your child uh, needs it to act as a wheelchair, you can do that. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know that. No, that's a good tip. Yes, because she stems a lot. And um, when she gets in areas, sometimes she gets really overstimulated. So she does a lot of motions where it's visible, you know. But if she's in that stroller sometimes with the hood down, it'll calm her down a lot. Or we put, like, the weighted blanket on her sometimes or, like, the vest or something. But... It's like a stroller as a wheelchair tag. You can get it. They'll give you a red tag so you can bring it through the line whenever you go to put your, uh, when you go to scan your pass. So, Yeah, and that's for if your wheelchair maybe doesn't look like a wheelchair also. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know what, you know what wheelchairs look like, but there are certain ones that maybe don't look like the big wheels in the back and the small ones in the front. We have a family friend of ours that does disney and their wheelchair for their son who has special needs it does not look like a wheelchair at all it looks it looks he's a bigger person but it looks almost like a bigger stroller so they do that same thing they have to get that wheelchair as a at that excuse me that stroller as a wheelchair tag so that they can bring him through the line as opposed to because he is immobile so they have to carry him everywhere and if I could, the pass lasts for 14 days. Yeah. So you're assuming you're there for a two-week trip or less, you're covered. If you're there for longer than that, call me up because I will join you on your trip because that sounds like a fun time. <laughs> he probably would, too. Uh, that's true. You're the, you're the trip crasher. Yeah. Although you never crash mine. I'm kind of offended. I'm not going to lie, Adam. Like, I've noticed that, you know, you don't crash my trips. Just FYI. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, maybe the next one. Okay. All right. I'm keeping an eye on you. I just want to clarify. You can, We kind of touched on this, but just so everybody understands, you can not have multiple DAS return times. You're only going to get one at a time. You have to either use it or ask to cancel it, and they will go to the podium or go to the uh, the entrance for the ride. They can cancel it for you if you, planned on, if you don't plan on riding it. Can you have a DAS at the same time as a fast pass? Yes, you yes, can. Yes, you can. Okay. I never ex- never seem to experience it, but that's good. To- <laughs> it never worked out that way, yeah, but so that, theory, that is good can, to know. You could okay. you could do them back to back and just go on it again and ride it again. And um, and I was going to say you could still get a DAS return time even if fast passes have been all used up for an attraction. So on a busy d- day or even, well, it doesn't matter. Mine, Seven Doors Mine Train will run out of fast passes before the day starts. You can always get a DAS return time for that. So just because you don't see a fast pass for it, you will still be able to get your return time. So it will guarantee, that DAS pass will guarantee you to get on that ride. Unless if the ride breaks down or, yeah. you know, you get there too late and the time, the, the park is closed or is going to close. Okay, not everyone is going to qualify for the DAS. And we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier in the show. Adam, can you talk a little bit more about that? Because we don't want anyone to be upset just because they don't qualify. Go ahead. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so on the website, Disney website, it says it's designed to accommodate guests who aren't able to wait in a conventional queue environment to due to a disability, including non-apparent disabilities. And like you guys were mentioning, sometimes your guest, your kid, doesn't look like they have something going on. And 
it, this is not a guarantee that you're going to get to the you're going to be able to get this pass if you just have a mobility issue. Most of these queues, especially in World, are wheelchair accessible, and the newer ones have to be based on um, based on new laws, uh, ADA laws. Uh, I know from experience, I had broken my foot and I had a walking boot on. I didn't want to use a wheelchair because I I didn't really need one. I had asked for a DAS pass for the purpose of not having to stand around and wait in a one spot. I was able to move fine walking, but it was standing in one spot that was giving me issues. And guest services didn't give me one. I kind of explained, look, I understand what this is for. I'm really not looking to gain an advantage other than avoid having to wait in one spot for an hour, as opposed to me being able to just walk around. And that's when she said, well, you could get a you know wheelchair. And I says, I really don't want one. And so I didn't get one. So I had to adjust and that was fine. I think it's important to understand that just because you, and this was part of the issue with that they used to have with people taking advantage, just because you're in some kind of wheelchair crutches, ECV doesn't mean you're going to automatically get one of these. And that's by design, I think. Yeah, I would imagine that's the case. Well, that's good to know because I, and I I have also been with someone, as I said before, who had a scooter because she had a knee injury and, you know, she went to go see if she could get a pass and they said no. Um, And so it's really just going to depend on what kind of issues you have going on. And again, we should reiterate, you don't have to bring any kind of doctor's notice. I know a lot of people actually like to bring a letter from their doctor anyway. It makes them feel more comfortable. You're perfectly okay doing that. So that's not a problem. Especially if your child doesn't show tendencies at the time. They're not supposed to play doctor, these Mm -hmm. cast members. They're just going off of what they can see and what they're talking to you about. And it's a hard, it's a hard job. Trust me. It's yeah. for every 10 people that are there with an honest issue, there's somebody there trying to take advantage and they're still right. trying to do it. And they're trying to figure out who is and who isn't. And, and it's not easy. And you'd like to think that, you know, everybody's honest in this world, but sometimes that's not the case. Work with them, work with the cast member and they'll work with you, I think. But just be honest in what is the issue at hand and why your child, why your guest can't wait in a queue for an extended period of time. Yeah, because they will ask you, what is the issue? What is going to be your issue? You know, and if and they're not going to ask you, do you need additional accommodations? Like the small world passes, like I get. I just tell them, look, she sees small world, kid's going to want to ride it three times. And, they're, they're gonna, and trust me, I don't want to ride it three times. Believe me, I don't want to ride I, I mean, once is good enough for me. I don't even want to go back on that boat. It's it's a thing. It's just a thing. And some kids are like that. They want to repeat stuff. That's just how their brain works. They just want to do it again and do it, you know. Unfortunately for me, it's not Space Mountain. It's uh, it's a small world ride. So yeah, right? That's, that's where I'm at. It's just your luck. It's all about it's small world. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Not Flight of Passage. It's a I know, small right? World I ride. must ride Flight of Passage. Thank you. On repeat. And, and, uh, if I could reiterate what, what Liza and what Bethany were bringing up, that Disney does a v- excellent job of taking care of the people that, you know, maybe need the extra help. And, yeah. and life, not to talk about feelings here, but that's what I do. Life can, get, life can get hard, especially for families. I mean, I see it with my parents all the time, and my sister's... 
30 going to be 32 and my parents are you know almost 60 and they will always have to take care of my sister and i and i see how other families have to interact and in the parks and it's disney gives you a escape escapism Mm -hmm. of not being in the real world and not having to deal with real world issues and this das pass is just one of their ways where they're sort of helping out the people that really need it it's a fantastic thing and i i think you know you can also there's a similar program at universal so if you have you know if you're going over to universal you can you know be accommodated there as well but i i think that disney does a great job so and it's just one of the reasons we love disney right i mean you know just one more thing so that's great I want to thank Bethany for joining us. It was very kind of you to come on and help us out a little bit and flesh out this topic. And if you have any questions, please ask us on the private page that we have. Ask us on the Facebook page that we also operate. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. We'd be more than happy to answer your questions. And we hope that your next visit is an enjoyable one. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night.